Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. Well, I knew this day was coming, but I was dreading it. Stick around to find out what I mean. TeamSnap is the presenting sponsor of the Winning Is Not Everything podcast. As you start thinking about your spring sports season, the TeamSnap app can help you spend more time focusing on coaching and less time worrying about the team management side of things. Even in this preseason time, coaches can use the app to start building relationships with players and parents through the messaging features. Plus, once your spring schedule's ready, put it on the app for parents to easily sync to their calendars. Download the TeamSnap app in your mobile app store or visit teamsnap.com winning for more information. As years pass, you tell yourself, I'm still young. Because the truth is, I've met very few people who actually look forward to getting old. Older, but not old. Today, I feel old because my guest is a high school junior whose father was a high school classmate of mine. Ouch. I attended Mount Vernon High School in Alexandria, Virginia, and Mike Andrews and I certainly knew each other and were friendly, but didn't run in the same circles. But through the magic of social media, Facebook in this case, Mike and I connected and I paid particular attention to his post because his son Ellington had a passion for soccer like my son Elijah, who's a few years younger than Ellington. Over time though, it was clear that Mike and his wife Danielle have done a wonderful job of raising Ellington, who truly is a scholar athlete. I think it's important for us to hear from young people, and I couldn't be prouder to have Ellington Andrews join us for a few episodes. Let's get to it. Well, I am so excited to have with me as a guest today, Ellington Andrews. Ellington, thank you so much for joining me. Yep, thank you for having me, Sean. Thank you for having me. Well, Ellington, I I know that your father kind of filled you in, but for my audience, this is pretty remarkable. But I went to high school with Ellington's father his father, Mike, and we went to high school in Alexander, Virginia. And we knew clearly of each other, but we kind of ran in separate circles and things. But we were Facebook friends and Ellington's a little bit older than my son, Elijah, and they both just have this passion for soccer. So I have, with interest, kind of tracked, you know, Mike's journey as a dad and getting his son developed through soccer and things. And and we've communicated. And just as I did a little bit of background research, I was really impressed with you, Ellington, with just how well you seem to be prioritizing not only soccer, but your academics, you know, and you just seem like somebody who's really trying to do the right things. And so I just wanted to have a conversation with you because I think my audience wants to sometimes hear from people your age, you know. So Ellington, tell me a little bit about just, you know, how old are you and and tell my audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm 16 years old. I'm in 11th grade. I'm a junior in high school. I live in North Carolina. Currently, I go to a school called Crossroads Flex right now. Yeah, I play soccer like Sean mentions. I've been playing soccer since I was, since I could remember, maybe since I was about five. So really young. I've been playing for a long time, going up the ranks. It's just been really good. You know, I lived in Maryland for my whole life, about 12 years. We just moved up to North Carolina maybe three, four years ago. And I've been here ever since, you know. 
I've gone to high school here for, I went to Panther Creek High School for my freshman and sophomore year, and then I just transferred to Crossroads Flex. It's like not the traditional high school, but it's like a more flexible high school, like my dad was saying. It was, it works with your schedule more. So like when you have those, you know, the long showcases where you have to miss a bunch of school and then you can come back and not be as behind in work. So yeah, that's just, you know, a little rundown of everything. Ellington, what other sports did you try when you were a little kid? Yeah, so when I was a kid, I played, you know, a little bit of everything. But I said my main two sports, I played soccer and baseball. So until around my freshman year, you know, we, my parents and I, we always knew that I would have to pick it like one sport because I always knew I wanted to, you know, go to the next level with sports. So it was either do you want to be a college athlete in baseball or do you want to be a college athlete in soccer? So, you know, at the end of the day, we ended up going with soccer. But, you know, I've played baseball also since I was like, you know, T-ball, coach pitch, the little days playing those sports. So it was really just coming up with those two. I've been playing those for a long time. Now, fun question for you. What was your favorite childhood sports related memory? Like, was there kind of a highlight, like a big tournament you guys won or just a fun trip that was really special for you and your teammate? But what jumps out for you? Uh, that's just, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. There's so many, you know, memories from playing when I was a kid. But I, I remember playing soccer like in Maryland. There was always a trip that we went to like every year. And somehow like I always couldn't go or it was, like it was like an optional tournament. It was called beach soccer. So you would like play soccer on the beach against you know, on the sand against, you know, a bunch of other random teams. And it was I remember I went one time when I was maybe t- 12, 11. And it was, it was so great. And I just remember it because it was always like one of those, one of those things where it's like, eh, maybe you can go, maybe you can't. But I just remember that because it was just a good memory because that was my childhood team, you know, playing on the beach, you know, who doesn't want to play soccer on the beach? <laughs> That's great. Ellington, which coach encouraged and inspired you most when you were younger and just getting started in the sport? Yeah, so, you know, as a, you know, growing up playing soccer, I played for the same club throughout my whole childhood, basically. So I had the same coach from when I was around eight to when I was around maybe 12, 13-ish. So, you know, I had him, his name was Coach Mark, Mark Thomas. I had him throughout my whole childhood and he was just, you know, he knew me very well and he was a great coach at that age just because he knew me so well and he was able to, you know, kind of unlock the love of soccer that I have now. So it was just great to have him, you know, throughout, especially since I had him for such a long time. He got to know me well. He got to know, you know, my parents really well. So it was just great to have a, a coach that was so a good coach at such a young age. You said he's he's a good coach. What do you think made him a good coach? Was it that ability to connect with you, to understand you? Was it, you know, that he taught you the game well, that he, it sounds like he also fostered in you a, a love for the game, but what really stood out to you about Coach Mark? I think he really just got to know me as a person really well. So just mm-hmm. like he was really caring and as a coach at, at that age, you know, of course it was about winning, but it wasn't a big factor for him. He really just cared like, if we had a good time. So like the team was, our team was a family really. So we had a really close bond as a team, like even the parents. So it was just having him, you know, he has two sons, two of his sons. One of his sons is, you know, an adult. So he's around 20-ish. He plays overseas as well. So he definitely has that knowledge of the game as well. That kind of just taught me from a young age that just everything that you need to know at that age And then Mm -hmm. just, you know, getting to know all the players, just it was he was a good start, a great starting coach. What was the most valuable lesson you learned through a challenge or defeat? 
Mm, that's a that's a great question. When I you know when you first say defeat, it makes me think of just a specific soccer tournament that we lost when I was this is when I was still in Maryland. It's such a, a crazy story because in Maryland, you know, we used to go to this tournament every year. It's called the Jefferson Cup. So it's like a mm-hmm. it's a pretty big tournament. You know, I'm sure you you've heard of it. Yeah, Elijah played in it a couple, maybe two summers ago, he played in it. Yeah, so we played in the Jefferson Cup with my Maryland team. We always used to win that, the tournament. So it was, we kind of used to go through it with like a breeze. But, you know, this one year, I think this was the last year I was in Maryland, we uh, happened to come up against the team that I play for now in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we lost that game and it was like a that was the first game that went to overtime and penalties and we lost in the penalties, I believe. So it was just the loss that game. It was kind of just a learning lesson just because as a kid with, on my team, we used to uh, win a lot because we had like mm-hmm. at that age, we were pretty athletic for that age. And, you know, when you're young, all it really is, there's not much skill. It's just, you know, running in circles, running fast. If you're fast and athletic, you'll, you know, get the job done. So it just really kind of just taught me like that loss taught me that there's always better talent out. So, you know, just keep got to continue to work hard. There's always someone working as hard as you. And there's always, you know, talent out there just as good as you. So that's just kind of what I learned from that. What was it about soccer that you love? At what age did you really just realize like, yeah, this is something I love to do? And what was it about the sport that really connected with you? I'd say around my freshman year or my eighth grade year, so middle school still was when I realized that I wanted to do soccer at the next level, just because that was like around the age where, you know, you're you're starting to grow up a bit, you know, you're starting to realize things in life. So I think in my eighth grade year, that was, of course, that was COVID, my COVID year when COVID mm-hmm. first started. So mm-hmm. in eighth grade, we had our, our middle school season, just it got canceled, of course, because everything was shut down. So it was kind of like in, in COVID, I really just, you know, it was soccer going on. So it was really all, only thing you had to do was just watch TV, basically. So I just got into watch. I really got like attached to soccer during COVID, I think, just because I was watching it a lot. I was just, you know, going to the fields by myself, training by myself a lot, just because that's really all that I had was just school and then going to the fields just because during COVID, there wasn't much you can do with anybody or anything. So it was really just then I realized, like, I really enjoy playing this sport. You know, it's I'm having I'm having a great time. And that's also when I realized that I would like I love soccer more than I did baseball. So that's when I stopped playing baseball and started doing soccer full time. It was right during the COVID time. Ellington, I know COVID was hard for a lot of people. What, what was it like for you? You know, not being able to go to school every day and not being able to play soccer games and, and having to train by yourself. It, it sounds like you did a good job of making a positive out of negative, but but how hard was that maybe initially? Yeah, initially COVID was definitely, it was very hard at the beginning because it was just right before my end of my eighth grade year. So, you know, eighth grade, you know, want to end out your middle school days on a, a good, a good note. So they're just yeah. ending the year, you know, in online class is not ideal. So, yeah. you know, it was, it was definitely very different, but it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I would have thought it would be. It was definitely mm-hmm. challenging just because, you know, I'm not used to waking up and then going straight to online class. Nobody was really. And I just I probably say the hardest part was really just being in the house all day. It was definitely hard because that was when, you know, that was like in a crucial part of me developing in soccer. So it was just a harder time with that. 
And then I say in terms of academics, so school wise, it was definitely harder just because I'd say the harder transition for me during COVID was going from online back to regular school. So like going from online, waking up, basically whenever you had class, you can go to sleep whenever you wanted to waking up at a, a set time, going to class at a set time was just harder. And especially learning is different and online yeah. as well. So that was, yeah. I say that was the most challenging part, transitioning back to like regular life, I guess you would say. You said you were watching a lot of soccer. Did what? What's your team? Yeah, so I support Manchester United in England. Oh, come on, really, Ellington? That's my team. Be original, man. That's my team. Everybody supports Manchester United. Did Did your dad influence you to do that? No, my my dad copied me actually. So. Oh. I think that's the most disappointing thing I've heard you say. <laughs> what? You, you just don't look like a, a Manchester United person, man. What did you think I was going to be? Well, you look you look better than that. That's all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm, I'm a Tottenham fan. Ah, I see. So that, that yeah. Yeah, I'm a Tottenham fan. So I, I love to suffer because uh, <laughs> we, we, we will do great things and then we will do not so great things. And it, it's just a roller coaster being a Tottenham fan. But uh, no, that's cool. What was it during that COVID time when you're watching a lot of soccer? What jumped out to you? Was there anything that you started to learn about the game or see it in a different way that kind of clicked for you, Ellington? Yeah, I definitely saw just the way that the professionals do, just the way that they play. It's just they make everything look so simple and yeah. And easy. It kind of like made me feel that like I was playing the game wrong just because like as you know, when you're younger, not really anybody is looking to pass the ball or possess the ball as much. But when you look at the professionals in the top tier, even some top tier college programs do it. They just make everything look so easy, so mm. fluent, move the ball easily. And it's just I kind of just got obsessed with just watching good teams play, you know, like Manchester mm. United. I, but they were terrible during that time. You should have been talking about, you, you, are you sure you're, you don't mean Man City? No, no, I'm sure. United, it's United, I'm sure. Oh, they weren't playing well at that point. But I'm sure you could learn from a lot of their mistakes during that time, though. Definitely. <laughs> oh, wait. Nah. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. Also, I've launched a new newsletter, the Youth Sports Sanctuary, which aims to provide a safe space to ask questions and engage in discussions on the important challenges and issues in youth sports. Before I close, though, my presenting sponsor, Team Snap, and I are thrilled to present our Coach of the Month. We want to shine the spotlight on coaches and youth sports who are making a positive impact on young student-athletes, and we want to recognize Dante Prevet, who leads the planning and execution of coach education initiatives for the Philadelphia Youth Sports Collaborative. Among many other roles, Dante is the creator of NFL Flag Philly, and he's in his 15th year of coaching tackle and flag football, rugby, lacrosse, and basketball. Congratulations, Dante. Last but not least, I want to thank my presenting sponsor, TeamSnap, the go-to app to help you have a successful spring sports season. Until next time, I'm Sean Jensen.